MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy. Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Wait, 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 wait. This is where you send us idiots at frangela08 at gmail.com, or if you go to thefinalwordpodcast.com, there's a button, email, email, and you push it, and you can send us emails. You can um, submit idiots to us. You send us the stupid, and we mock it. Yes. For your enjoyment and edification. Let's get started. Shall we? And also, go to the website to see who sent in the articles. That's Mm -hmm. how we're doing that now. So then you can go on that page and see. First up. Woman is seen on a plane drying her panties with the overhead vent on a packed plane. I wish you could see Lindsay. She looks like she's going to lose it. What? Bizarre moment when a woman is seen on a plane. I saw pictures of this. They took pictures of this. Yeah, you want to take pictures. I'm going to require pictures. On a plane drying her panties with the overhead air vent on a packed plane, okay? And uh, and she's filmed uh, drawing them. Uh, the woman was on board of uh, Ural Airlines. I don't care what who they I were. really don't care because that's... Because Ural... I'm going to tell you something what Ural ain't. It ain't urine, okay? N- yeah, and also ain't clothesline. No. No. Dryer. She was seen waving on the video black and white panties high above the heads of her fellow travelers as she spent about 20 minutes drying them out. What I don't understand is at no point did anyone tackle her. I don't understand. Because let me tell you something. Mm-mm. I'm not. You ain't hanging your dirty drawers. Mm-mm. Why? First of all, I, I don't. This is the problem. I got questions, but I don't want the answers. Let me tell you know you what I mean? Something. Like, I don't want to know. Like, why are they wet? Why are you choosing to dry them? This way? I don't uh, even really want to know. How did they get wet? I don't even really want. I want to know, Did you wash them know. with soap? Did you? Have you ever washed them? Because what I know. Here's the thing. Why we are, are in a closed air system. You are sending your snatch flakes all around <laughs> and your ass 
Snatchflix. It's oh, like, such, oh. it's the perfect band name. We are Snatchflix. Hello. And no, no, no. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We we gonna fight up in here. Okay? okay. Can I just say to any stupid who might stumble across us, or if you know some stupid people that you can help in like a workshop kind of situation, one of the rules mm-hmm. of life I like to employ is just look around you and mimic. So my thing is, if you get on the plane. Right. And people got panties hanging from every row. Right. And you got some some wet panties. <laughs> when in row, dry your panties. <laughs> maybe if it's, maybe you even have to. Maybe it's some right. sort of wet panty day. I right. don't know. Maybe it does something for the air density in the plane. If the pilot says, look, what we need are some wet panties hanging or we're going to crash. I don't know. I'm just saying. But if you don't know how to behave, look at your fellow humans. And, and if no one else is doing it, don't. Do it. And this is, the, this is like, when you look at the video, she is like straightening out the crotch and having the, the air blow directly into the crotch of the panties. I need to know that that several children are being held hostage <laughs> wherever that plane is going to land. And that she's supposed to bring them a recently like washed within the last, however long that flight was, and dried pair of panties or else those children are going to be killed. Right. That is the only thing. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. work for me, but I know deep in my soul that that is not the situation. No, no, no. Because, and this is my thing. What and are you, you doing? I know you are sophisticated because you bought a plane ticket. You're trying to get out of someplace to go someplace else. else. You got right. some kind of agenda. Yeah, exactly. Bitch, and maybe you, you don't panties. take those panties. I don't know what your financial situation is, but I would rather you ask people on the street for panties yes. than bring wet panties and drive them on the plane. I would rather you sit there and crochet yourself some drawers. Or I, I'm going to throw this out here. Maybe you don't need them. Don't, you don't need them. If you can't ever get them dry, I don't yes. know what fabric these panties are, me, but if they don't wick properly or whatever. <laughs> this is what I am at, where I'm at. You know, I need you to do the, uh, get some strips of newspaper and some uh, paper mache. <laughs> Just paper mache your, your area, your lady paper times. Shay. Paper mache all that, okay? Because I, I, let me tell you something. I cannot, I'm not right. I'm not okay. Why? Well, understand this. What I'm, are the rules? I'm never going to be allowed to fly again because if I see that go down on my flight, well, sh- Angela. You shouldn't be allowed to fly again. No, this no, person no, no. Should be I'm allowed to, a fool. Well, this person shouldn't be allowed to leave the house. They don't uh, either. Also, I want to say, hey, you assholes on the plane. Maybe this, is a, this seems like a cry for help, if nothing else. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, nobody thought, let me go talk to her because she's obviously going through something. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And Snatch Flakes is not the way I want to die. No. So. Ass nuggets choking me out up on this goddamn flight. Who the fuck you think you are? <laughs> oh, motherfucker, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat gonna tell your you, ass. That's how I know there wasn't a single black person on this plane. <laughs> I can tell you right now. There were no kind of, from no kind of black person on this plane. Certainly not a black American, because this shit would not have gone down. This shit would not have gone down. Well, I tell you that we will. I can't sp- even act right in the studio, Angela. We will tell you about yourself. That's the thing. Like we have walked up to people and been like, "You need to control your damn child." Like yes. we, you know what I mean? We will tell you so that this would not. Somebody would have gone up and been like, Mm-mm, "No, no, no, Miss no, no. Lady, Miss no. Lady, let's get those panties down." That would never have gone down. You know who needed to be on this flight? This next person is next door, okay? <laughs> next up. Next door, number two. United apologized after seemingly, quote-unquote, drunk or stoned flight attendant berates passengers. Oh, my God. Why are, we, why are we not going with both? Right. Drunk and stoned. Right. Why are we throwing that possibility mm-hmm. out? So a passenger on the flight, which was going from Denver to North Dakota, Wilson, or, uh, yeah, Wilson, North Dakota, complained. 
about the employee's behavior um, in a since-deleted tweet, writing, quote, Thanks, United, for a terrifying flight. Drunk or stone stewardess endangered everybody's lives. Uh, basically, apparently, from the moment they got on the plane, homegirl wasn't right. No, she wasn't right. From jump. From jump. They closed the door. They're doing their whole little, you know, what you need to be doing to be safe. And apparently, if I can read it, Francis, what she said. She said, I guess she came on the intercom and goes, if your seatbelt isn't tight, you're fucked up. Okay. Surely you can't be serious. (laughs) I am serious. Yeah. And don't call me Shirley. Things are tough in America right now, y'all. Somebody went to the pilot and was like, (laughs) like, look, um, I think something's wrong with Jenny, um, she's scaring people, telling them that they fucking, they ain't fucking, they're fucked up. And they're like, look, we got to land. We got to get someplace. Um, so, and all they've said back is we are aware of a concerning incident involving a flight attendant serving on our regional service provider, Transstates Airlines flight, whatever. As a gesture of goodwill, we have compensated all customers aboard the flight. And we apologize for any inconvenience or distress this may have caused. Mm-hmm. She is being what this term I find interesting is being held out of service. Held out of service doesn't that sound like there are two people holding her arms yeah. and not letting her get on the plane? Or the, like she's actively fighting twenty four hours to get on the plane and people are saying, "No, girl, not yet, not it, yet." It, what it sounds like to me is like it's like a plane. She's in a hangar with all of the <laughs> all the other the, drunk the, and or stoned or both. Yes, flight attendants, flight attendants, and they're just being held out of service. And they just come open the door once in a while to see if anybody's sobered up. Yep, Margaret, you no, Mm-mm. she ain't ready. Karen, nope, Mm-mm. Tommy. Tommy. No, nope. he's still fucked up. Mm-mm. We have to do some new hires. Uh, I I have to say personally though, mm-hmm. I kind of like her style. I like I, I like to cut too. her jib. I like I, I do, do too. And I like I, her moxie. She, you know what? I, she had had enough that day because she's like, you know, bitches. If you don't want to put on your motherfucking seatbelt <laughs> at tight. this point and tight, I why am I here? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm bringing you drinks and stuff, getting not getting respected, and you I, you, you loosely in your seatbelt. Just having y'all Lucy, calling Lucy. me, having me call, <laughs> calling me wing bitch. <laughs> my favorite Second City scene Angela was oh ever in. I was this. It's not even really a scene because there was no point to it. Except there's this favorite, flight attendant, and favorite. we're all being horrible to the. It's a male flight attendant. We're all calling him wing bitch, <laughs> uh, air air slut. Just it's horrible. It's, it's awful. Horrible. Awful. And there's awful. really somehow I got in the show. I don't know why. <laughs> because it made me laugh every week. It was so not a scene, mm. but it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I don't know. People are sensitive about how they. Get told their shit yes uh, Angela had to explain this next story to me because I was very confused about what was happening and I want to say from the top not because I understand it personally (laughs) right 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 a 26 year old woman walked into the gas station in Aurora and uh, on a uh, one morning and heated up something in the microwave according to a police report the clerk at the convenience store told authorities that she heard a loud explosion come from the microwave (laughs) (laughs) And then watched as the woman took out a water bottle out of the appliance and started to leave. Police say that the unidentified clerk got closer to the microwave and noticed that there was a stinky liquid dripping out of it. That is when she noticed it was unquestionably urine. Okay. So the clerk confronted Sanchez. Yes. And said she would call the police if she didn't clean it up. Mm-hmm. So apparently Sanchez pushed the liquid out of the microwave and onto the floor. That's not really what she meant by cleaning it up. <laughs> I right. think. Right. right. Um, so she said she'd clean up the mess and she didn't understand what the problem was. Right. She said she then left for a urinalysis test that she had uh, for a potential job later that day. So... 
the police officer comes and he's like, look, people heat up food in this. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. What I understand is why they're so calmly discussing this shit with this woman. Yeah. But anyway, but like, um, and then she tried to argue it was fake pee. Mm. I'm going to tell you, girl, that was a bad art. Fake, yes. Who carries around fake pee? Right. It doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just say, look, tell, I think you would have gotten better to tell the truth. So explain that uh, he exploded. Um, and here's the deal. The, the pee apparently is worth about $500. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, so what the deal is here is that basically, and for Francis didn't understand what, what did you what did you say that you thought she was trying to like clean it? I is thought, that that thought? She, I, I thought initially I thought that she was trying to like if she had like drugs in her system, right? That she that maybe she thought microwaving right would take her to the traces of it. Yes. Well, I, apparently this is not the first or only time that's happened in any Seven Eleven, and not even in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and people do it to warm up the urine that they got from somebody who. I guess they were hoping has clean urine for their urine test. Wow. So it actually so, happens quite often, apparently. Like wow. the police were like, that's, yeah, yeah, we know we get this like every, like they knew what it was instantly and they found her at the nearby, there's a clinic nearby. Cause you know, if a lot of jobs, they'll send you to a place. All right. So they just went to that place and there she was. Cause they were wow. like, wait, this person was heating up urine. Oh, she over at the clinic. And they went to the clinic and there she was. And she's like, look, I cleaned it up. I don't know what the problem is. And they were like, that's not how you clean it up. And that's not how this works. <laughs> Interesting. So she was trying to get it to body temperature mm-hmm. so she could fake it up for whatever her job was. But meanwhile, with your fake pee that you heated up at the 7-Eleven, now you got cops there while you're trying to apply for a job. This does it's not a look lot worse. good on the resume. Because I'm going to go with, you might be able to, you know what, I don't know what that, you know what, I walked through um, mm-hmm. a party, could it be from that? Mm-hmm. You might try one of those, like if it's just like some marijuana or something, mm-hmm. or maybe if you're in a state where there's medical marijuana, you might be right. able to use that argument I don't know, but the um, that's a bad argument. And I'm it's just going to say in general that I'm not even going to get into the whole getting urine from people thing because you know I don't, I, that's that's just your business. Yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. Oh. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm going to say. I think when you decide to be on the job search, mm-hmm. that maybe it's time to stop doing your drugs. <laughs> just give it a rest, Angela. Why you got to be so picky? I'm just saying you don't why know. You so picky. You don't know if they're going to have... I used to... I worked in this uh, police department program when I was in high school, and we, they, we had drug tests, and they were random. You didn't know mm-hmm. when that was going to be. Um, they drug test you as yeah. a kid? Uh, yeah. But I think that... Um, I mean, I was under 18. Yeah, you're Yeah, yeah you're But Myers. we were like a... I think the youngest person was 17. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what? I think I may have been the youngest person, and most of the people were in college. Mm. Um, but still... Young, yeah, yeah, but I think that's just because I don't. I, I have mixed feel, mixed understanding of why that is. Mm-hmm. Part of it is we deal with kids. Right. It was a program where we dealt with kids, and so you had to get fingerprinted and go through a certain amount of things because you're dealing with. Children. Oh, I've dealt with all kinds of children for the city wrong. of Chicago. That was wrong. Nobody ever drug tested me or asked me a question. See, they just wrong. threw me in a room, and they would get confused because they would be like, "Which one's the child?" Because she's very very tiny. If you no, seriously, seriously, my brother would come in. He was my boss, and he'd be like, "Where's Francis?" And they'd be like, "Right there." <laughs> Your brother? Yeah. Your brother didn't know? Yeah, he couldn't find me often amongst the children. It's a true story. I don't know if we've told true you story. that. We said here, here before that you got, you've got you been pulled over twice because police officers. Yes, I think you've told the story. <laughs> I think you've told the story. In case you missed it, Francis has been pulled over twice <laughs> by police who thought a child was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and the 
one with, we had two friends and you were the sober driver. You yes, were the whatever. Yes, I was the designated driver. Designated driver. Two of our friends of ours were in the back seat. Very famous people. Famous people. Um, drunk and drunk. And so the cop came to the car mad at them. He was like, sirs, what is going on? Are you having your child drive? <laughs> it was 30 in the morning. How old were you then? I was 31, 32. You, you should be like, I'm 31. And then it was you know, one of them awkward moments. No, I had to be younger than that. I had to be like maybe 29 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yep. That happened. Ooh, that happened. I had to argue her onto a Ferris wheel. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm you just have to tell the people all my business. All I my mean, business. The is, in the, we've all seen putting the stick. all my business in the street. It's not as high street. as the stick. It's nothing. It's not your. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I. I think there have been a lot of really important famous people who are around four ten. Napoleon. Let me tell you something. Napoleon was not that short. He's like five six. Really? Yeah. Five four. Five six. Wow, they talk about him like a dog. I know, they do. He's not, he's not, no, he's not, he really wasn't that short. But here's the thing. We all grow until we reach our perfection. Say hello to my little friend! Some oh. of us reach it faster. Oh, is this sounds like something that's that a really good parent. They were like, look, they're online going, how can I make my child feel better about this freakish quality about them? I am not freakish. No, I mean, you know, my allergist told me because huh. I have really bad allergies and always did and had, you know, whatever. I remember one dad, I forget him, I can't remember his name. Um, he was Indian American and he had he was, had immigrated here. He had a very thick accent, but he was such a lovely, and he was such a lovely man. He said to me, Angela, I can't do it, but he's like, Angela, I want you to know that you What's, nothing's wrong with you. You're mm. perfect. Your body loves you so much. Your body loves you so much that it wants to keep you safe from things that aren't even dangerous, like See? dust and grass. See? See, other people's bodies don't give a shit. About, he didn't say give a shit, but don't don't care about them. Mm-hmm. You know, your body really cares. That worked for like thirty seconds, <laughs> and I was like, I'm special. And then I was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, this does not feel special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. A promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Okay, here's our last story. Of the week. Of the D- week. I mean, right, stupid right. never takes a holiday. Okay. Okay. Sonoma Man escapes jail after two days of a four-day sentence is caught. Okay? <sighs> so this it is, is exhausting. The he- so you know stupid. what's bad when the headline not only makes you sigh, but you just didn't roll your eyes. You're mm-hmm. like, really? Dude. So this man was halfway through serving a four-day sentence. He had a four-day sentence. For driving under the influence, escaped uh, this North County detention facility in Sonoma County. How bad can jail be in Sonoma County? They make fucking wine there. I don't think they do it in the jail. I don't think they make the wine okay. in jail. And I also don't think they give you any okay. in the jail. I'm going to go with jail is hard. I bet you they have wine tasties and wine and cheese pairings <laughs> every Friday flights. night. They, they have, have wine flights. flights. They have wine flights at Sonoma every County. Friday night. <laughs> Okay. They talk about your palate. Exactly. They're like, no, no, I don't need does, to know your crime. Are you more buttery or savory? Does like, this what wine are you? have legs? Does um, it have legs? It's, is it oaked or unoaked? How do you feel about that? Because we can't, we don't know what block. Do we, do we put you in orange block? Or, you know, it's like, we don't want to mess up your flight, your wine flight later. Mm. I think jail is harsh, but when you have a four-day sentence, if you can't steal yourself I know, for, for four, four mother- days. For four days. So he got captured 38 minutes later. I don't even understand how he got out, but Mark mm. Schwartz, who's 22, he 
he scaled the fence. Y'all don't look at the fences? I don't understand this. Uh-huh. And there were razor wire and stuff. But um, he scaled the fence, untangled himself from the razor wire, jumped another fence and ran towards the street. Uh, so they had to, you know, they were pissed about this because then they have to lock everything down, count mm-hmm. everybody. It's probably a paperwork nightmare. Uh, but they found him very quickly. They had to ha- put a, take out a helicopter, canine unit, yeah. you know, just to find this one fool who only had to do four days. Yeah. I, I mean, mean <laughs> it's so stupid. Seriously, he was halfway so, done. This he is, was halfway done. This is what I have to say too. I feel like that is a really low sentence. I mean, I need to understand like how not egregious was this drunk driving that you got four days? Yeah, and you now you know what that does to your sentence? Yeah, it's all you thought those first two days were unlivable. Oh no, boo, no boo. Because they get they can read this article too, and they're gonna be like, wait, he only had a four day sentence? Yeah. Mark, things are not going to get better. Okay, so I'm going to review real quick. We had uh, United... Oh, no, no, no. I'll just These aren't in the right order. Uh, United apologizes after seemingly drunk and stoned flight attendant uh, berates passengers. Uh, the woman on the plane drying her panties in the overhead air fan. Yeah, the woman who blew up a 7-Eleven microwave while preparing for her drug test. And a uh, uh, man in Sonoma who tried to escape in two days into a four-day sentence. Okay. This is a hard one for me, this is, these are These are hard ones. You know what? I'm I, Even though there are stories that made me, entertained me more. Right. I'm going to go with the man who escaped jail after two days of a four-day sentence because I, you yes. built on more time. That escalated quickly. I have to go with you on this because no matter how bad, and I mean no matter how bad those first two days were, mm-hmm. what I know is there were only two more. That's right. And unless what they said, and this is possible, we could find out that they, the, the rest of the prison population, all of them got together and said, Mark, you will not make it to day three. Right. If I hear that, Mark, yeah. I will. I might take my vote back. Mine too. Mine because too. my first thing would be to go to the ward and be like, look, they all got together <laughs> after the after the evening wine cheese pairing. Yeah. Everybody got together. Mm-hmm. You know, we do our breakout groups right. to talk about our wine flights mm-hmm. and our feelings about them. Mm-hmm. In my breakout group, they told me that everybody decided I was not making it to day three. Could you put me in solitary exactly. for the next two days? Exactly. But instead, I don't know, and name that this just happened, so we don't know, but you know he's probably going to get like months now. Exactly. It's like, dude, that I have to go with him too, even though these were really, it's hard. I'm going to go with the, the drug test thing. If you got a hip, you're going to do it at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and bring it in a thermos. <laughs> yeah. They, well, that thermos is, you get you a swell bottle that keeps the hot or cold for hours. Hours, hours, hours. hours. And you know, then, you know, it's just one of those things. And also, try your panties at home. Yes. I don't know. I mean, what? Half of these things, if you just did them at home. Well, see, here's the thing. I didn't want to bring it up because the drying the panties at home, that's, here's the thing. It makes me question did she piss herself in the seat? Well, and was she trying to drive pissy panties? But what would make you drive them in, in that in front of all these people? Because she the needed seat? them back on. I mean, here's the thing, Francis. You know, I occasionally a burp might escape me, mm-hmm. and I am mortified. You're terrified. I am. You're I clutch terrified. my pearls. I cover my mouth. I apologize. I'm like. <gasps> Oh my lord, I have never I am so sorry and I will be embarrassed. I can't imagine what it would take for me to be okay with taking wet panties, no matter how they got wet. Yeah. And drying them be clear, we have had somebody handle our wet panties. Yes. This is gonna we I think we've talked we may have yeah, said yeah, it here before a while it. ago. We're on a reality show. Yeah. Um a celebrity get me out of here. And um Stephen. Stephen Baldwin clean you know, he hung up our he was doing everybody's laundry. Yes. Because you had we had tasks around camp. Yeah. Um and he was fabulous, by the way. I don't take don't talk shit about him to me. Because he he did the he was in charge of the latrine. He sure did. He cleaned the latrine every day. That was a hard job. We did dishes. Yeah. 
Yeah. But um, he was he was hanging up all of our wet clothes on a makeshift line we'd made. He was so delicate with our pants. So delicate. He had so pick delicate. up one side and he was you know, trying to tie it with like leaf stems yeah. and stuff to keep it up so it wouldn't blow off. Yeah. This is the thing. What I'm saying that I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that bothered me. Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you got on the flight with panties on your ass, they stayed on your ass. Or you. they made their way to your, your luggage, Thank your carry-on. You. Okay? Thank you. Were panties that were not currently in use were put <laughs> away. <laughs> I don't know if they're wet. And I don't know if they're dry. <laughs> and it's none of my business. But what they weren't was in my face hanging from your the air vent on the plane. Thank you. That is not your temporary problem. There's a time in this country there where people understood time. you get your seat and that's it. You don't have this is not your property. This that's is not right. a block. That you don't know. get to rehab it or uh-uh. make a clothesline uh-uh. or have a block party. Uh-uh. There was a time, Francis. Angela, there was a time in this country when if you were trying to pass a drug test, okay, and you had one coming up, if you if you were able to find some clean urine, which I'm going to say if that's your life, I don't know if you can. That's right. I'm going to put this it out here. This is not a job for you. I'm going to say in Front Street that you maybe should go for a different kind of job. That's right. Because it sounds like when you have to go far and wide for urine, <laughs> <laughs> you have to microwave it at other places because you live too far from the place or whatever it's going to get cold. I'm just saying there was a time in this country when people knew if I've got to cover my urine, I've got that's on me. That is I don't you. involve 7-Eleven in that. Mm-hmm. Don't you know I don't involve America's convenience store? Yes, people have to make their uh their burritos. The, the, the burritos are corn I'm, dogs. That's right. I'm I'm drunk and I need something to eat food. <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. Yes, are these people in a place where a little bit of urine probably won't bother them? Maybe. But yes. the point is you, you don't, don't make that you choice. Don't disrespect the 7-Eleven. I love the 7-Eleven. There was a time in this country where people have respect for a 24-hour stanky mark. That's yes. all I'm saying. I'm Francis Scallion. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We want to thank Joyce Alvia, Lindsay, and Jack Silver. All y'all for producing our uh, podcast. Please go to the Frangela, the, uh, I'm sorry, the final word podcast.com and you can email us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Any idiot submissions. Also go on the pods, uh, the podcast website to the Idiot of the Week page to see who sent in the idiots and all sorts of information. And remember, you can follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo. That's D U O. Thank you for listening to the final words. Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Opie Radio. Carl Ruiz, the Cuban. You might know him from the Food Network. And I'm now walking up to Carl's cabin. This is how it all begins. I gotta remind myself, I used to be a big radio star. And now I'm in the middle of the woods in New Jersey, walking up to a house that looks abandoned. What are you, Shah Shah Gabor? Opie Radio. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free. Free. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.